Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Welcome back to the John Katsimatidis Cats at Night show. That was some spirited discussion we had, Congressman King. Well, he was he was busy. We were waiting for the fighting Irish music there. Um, so tell us your opinion. Uh, what you, you wanted to finish your thought there no, before I, we went to break. No, I was just going to say on that, to me, whatever mistakes the FBI may have made or the Capitol Police, the fact is that there were 99% of those people were animals who were attacking the Capitol today. To me, it was a disgrace to the country, one of the most shameful days for any patriot in this country. And they were coming in with deadly weapons, whether, whether they found guns or not. They were using baseball bats and clubs. 140 cops the ended up spray. Yeah, bear spray, yeah. If O'Reilly's problem comes up, Garland still controls it and can put it off as long as he wants. But they will settle the Mar-a-Lago one. Very but quickly. to Bill O'Reilly's defense, I don't think he was saying that those eight undercover cops like um, participated oh, no. or definitely encouraged just it. Just the headline. That's just what the it fact is. that they were yeah. embedded. Exactly. It, it's like if they knew this Where's was about to happen. Irish yeah. Yeah. If they knew this was going to happen, why didn't they ask for the National Guard? Why didn't they well, alert? Did they, they didn't know, but, yeah. but there was a request. Yeah. There was a request. Made for that. The guys who fell asleep. I know, I know. Pelosi fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. I know. But they did. And the mayor. I know, but they the should have sounded the, the alarm, too. No, no, they didn't, no, no one knew it was going to be as bad as it was. That's right. the reality. But nobody got hurt. The, nobody got hurt trying to in the hospital. Oh, okay, Congressman on. Michael Waltz is now on the line. He represents North Central Florida. He's a colonel in the National Guard, a combat decorated Green Beret, former White House and Pentagon policy advisor. He's also an author. Uh, welcome to Cats at Night, Congressman Walsh. And Waltz. they participate in the Nixon seminars. There you go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, good to be with you. Thanks. So, Congressman, what we wanted to Wait, talk can about. Can I just say one oh, thing to Mike Walsh's? Mike, this is former Congressman Pete King. We served in the Congress together. Bill O'Reilly and I just okay. had a fight. If you want a real fight, you get Mike Walsh. This guy's a Green Beret. No, <laughs> no one's going to mess with him. That's what we're going to talk about. No one's going to mess with him. He's not Irish. That's what we want to talk. He's really tough. We want to talk to him about the military, about how important it is to have national security and protect our country. The U.S. military is now popularizing of critical race theory and gender identity ideologies within its ranks in response to diversity initiatives launched by the Biden administration. And Representative Waltz, you're now leading the Heritage Foundation panel on combating wokeness in the military. Tell us what is going on. It seems like they're trying to soften our soldiers and they they care more about their feelings and actually protecting our country. Yeah, hey, thanks so much. I mean, it is uh, it's been incredible uh, what soldiers, cadets, from our military academies, family uh, of uh, serving members of the military and others have been bringing to our attention uh, things like a seminar at West Point titled How to Cope with Your Whiteness and Your White Rage. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, Taught by a woman, uh, a professor from Emory University, uh, who not – a hundred years ago, or or a thing of the past, says that today the Republican Party platform is one of white supremacy. So you have you have things like that going on. You have at the Air Force Academy uh, train diversity, equity, and inclusion training that says don't say mom and dad, say parent. Don't say boyfriend, girlfriend, say partner. Don't say things like colorblind or <laughs> offensive. Uh, so that's what's going on to our future so- military leaders. You couple that with the current Secretary of Defense who stated as his first measure as defense secretary, uh, a training stand-down directed it because of the scourge of white supremacy throughout our military. Yet a year later, his own 
study found out that 100 military members out of 2.1 million, so 0.005%, participated in any form of extremism. I could go on. Uh, but this, uh, this left-wing ideology that is being posed and posed on our military is absolutely destructive. Uh, I can tell you as a Green Beret and a combat veteran, the enemy's bullets don't care about race, religion, social economic background, uh, or, or any of those other things. They only care that you're wearing red, white, and blue uh, on your white shoulder. And in the foxhole, in the plane, on the ship, that's all we should care about. We should care about mission, country, taking care of men and women of the left and the right, and defending this great nation. And I'm determined, uh, both leading this panel with heritage, but also uh, I hope to soon be the chairman of uh, military readiness in the House of Representatives with responsibility of all training, all of our military academies. And we are going to wipe this scourge out of our military because it is absolutely having an, an effect on recruiting. It's having an effect on retention. Uh, and right now, China, I can tell you what, they're talking about nukes and cyber and space. And you've got this administration talking about gender uh, and, and all of these other left-wing ideologies, climate and what have you. <laughs> And uh, it, this is going to uh, this is going to cost lives uh, in our future. Mike, there's still a Democratic president and a Democratic Senate. What do you think you can do in the House to reverse that or to stop it or slow it down? Well, you know, first of all, with with oversight of, you know, in the defense bill, as you know, Peter, you know, that's one of the few things that actually gets passed every year. Uh, the National Defense Authorization Act. Uh, and, you know, I hope the administration will work with us on this. I don't expect they will. Uh, we've introduced multiple amendments in the last few years to ban this type of training. Uh, the Democrats have voted it down, but they won't be able to this time. Uh, so, so that's part one. Uh, well, part why two, would the Democrats want that? In I, I mean, we're we're fighting guerrillas with the Chinese. We're fighting real, yeah. you know, with, with the Russians, and they want to put worry about woke culture in the army. Oh, absolutely. And, and what they will say, what they have said at our hearings uh, and in our, our bill markups, is that having a diverse military makes it a stronger military and that we need to understand history and where everybody comes from. But, but there, but there of, is uh, diversity in the military. Are two different there is. There is. That's, that's not the issue. <laughs> How does that make you a stronger in the military than in our broader population? How does that make you a stronger fighter to protect this country, Congressman? Look, at the end of the day, my argument uh, is and will be it's about standards, right? It's about uh, being the best infantryman, the best cyber warrior, uh, the best pilot uh, that, that the nation needs. Now, we can argue about those standards. That's fine. But that's it. We need the very best defending this country uh, and, and those that can meet those standards, regardless of gender and regardless of race, socioeconomic background or anything else. Congressman, and that's what we have to stay focused on. But let me just tell you very quickly, I mean, the type of things that we're getting that the secretary of the Army just presented to us a few months ago, a strategy. She's serious. And they'll put billions of dollars behind this to tank to to take all of our tanks, our infantry fighting vehicles, our jeeps, what have you, all electric between 2035 and 2045 in the next 50 to 20 years. You've got to be kidding uh, I, I don't see charging stations in Ukraine right now, <laughs> nor do we 
nor do we in a, on a serious. I don't see. I, I don't see any buff, in Buffalo chain. either. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely right. So, I want the most lethal tank, not the least carbon emitting. I want the most lethal fighting force, uh, not the one that checks a bunch of blocks, uh, boxes that, that the left thinks we should have. And uh, Congressman Waltz, we have a minute left. This woke culture in the military, what do you think our adversaries are thinking about it? If we're hearing about it as Americans and and how does that jeopardize our national security? We have a minute left, Congressman. They're going to really respect an army full of woke culture people. We just fell 25,000 soldiers short in one year for the army. That's two and a half divisions. Uh, and that's not counting the people that are getting out early after investing millions uh, in their training. That's in the Army alone. I'll call you guys back, and, and we'll talk about the vaccine mandate. They're looking at another 22,000 discharges on top of that. Uh, so we are literally hollowing out our military while China has the biggest military buildup in modern history. Well, we'll, we'll uh, have you on again. We'll have you on again real soon. And um, and uh, we'll be able to talk about it longer. Thanks for your service, Mike, and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for your service. All right. God bless. Thank happy you. God bless. Um, now we're going we're to take a break, and uh, we are uh, going to have Lou Dobbs tell us about the markets today, and then we're going on to Miranda Devine. And then I just got a, some breaking news on 545. We got Mayor Byron Brown from Buffalo to give us a report on the snow job. Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.